morning, evening, whatever it is you are, everyone. Welcome to a random, uh, yeah, a random encounter episode, a special RPG fan random encounter episode. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Pretty well. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we bring for you a very special episode today. We have gathered a f- quite a good number of the female gang on RPG Fan so we can talk about lady issues. <laughs> that didn't come out right. I think I think that's the title of the episode is, is lady issues. <laughs> Do it. So welcome to our lady cave, which doesn't sound any better either. Um, so yeah, we've d- decided to get the girls together. Uh, we kind of just want to offer a different perspective. We're going to kind of talk about how we got into games. We're going to talk about, uh, parts of games that we like, you know, we're going to talk about do's and don'ts. Um, so, uh, I'm going to introduce everybody. So we have here review captain and blue rogue quartermaster Alana Hags. Oh, that's so perfect. <laughs> that's so perfect. <laughs> hey, everyone. Uh, uh, so how's it going, and where can we find you? Um, pretty good. It's pretty chilly again, which is uh bad. Like we were really warm last weekend, and now this weekend when we're recording, it's freezing cold. So <laughs> I hate That's weather. I hate England. Yeah, <laughs> I hate England sometimes. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so hey, Alana Hagues here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Alana Hagues or Discord or Diving Falcons. So. Hey, everyone. I, I know I've tried to search for you on Twitter a few times by typing in Diving Falcons and vice versa. <laughs> Eventually, I figure it out. Um, okay, so we also have with us Proofer Streamer and Fire Elemental Chroma Katana Rare Blade, Caitlin Argeros. Wow, I do, I do so much. I'm not sure I can keep track of all of it. <laughs> there is no, like, Fire Katana Rare Blade. No, there is one. There's one, isn't there? There's um, new. The, so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're better than you. You're far better than you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we should talk about I never this. I don't think I ever got Newt actually by the time I finished the game. Uh, I didn't get all the blades. I certainly did not get Cosmos. I keep putting her in my party uh, and I don't want to because I find her design is really ugly. And you need like a really high level with her, but yeah, okay. So where can we find you, Caitlin? Uh so I am Leon underscore Cazero on Twitter and also on Discord. Um, and the boards, but I mean, like, who really, who goes there anymore, really? Right. Oh, these days, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, community moderator, moderator and honorary Ansari scientist for the N7 program, Elizabeth Moss. Hello. <laughs> I do sound fancy. Less titles, but still fancy. <laughs> you are honorary, too, because, I mean, I feel like you kind of filter in and out of uh, RPG fan these days, but I'm really happy to have you here right now. <laughs> I'm more than happy uh, to be here. <laughs> Where, where can we find you? And, like, correct me if I'm wrong on any of your titles. Um, I can be found on Twitter at underscore Salted Earth, uh, on Discord, and Battle.net also as Salted Earth. Uh, I don't remember the numbers behind the name right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, proofing an editor and secret member of Season Avalanche, Hillary Andreff. <laughs> fighting the good fight there, Hillary. <laughs> Hi, good to be here. <laughs> uh, so where can we find you? How's it going? What's the story? Morning. Pretty glory. well. Kind of dreary here, but still nice enough. Um, it is dreary outside, but sunny in here. Yes. Um, so I'm EP Fire on the boards, and now on Discord as well. Yay! Yeah, I got to start hitting up the Discord way more. And you I should. am your uh, so- social media 
and Phantom Thief, Thief, sorry, Social Media by Day and Phantom Thief by Night, Stephanie Spidlow. I botched mine up, go figure. Hi. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you've probably seen me as your social media rep on the board. So yeah, if you're listening, then it's usually very nice talking to you guys all there. All right. So um, just the basic, you know, it's kind of nice that we actually have all those girls together. Um, gaming is generally seen as a guy's hobby. Let's not let's not kid around with that. Uh, but it's it's always great to see that there are you know more more girls and more uh, you know female female heroines or at the very least you know some great uh, female options for like character creations. Uh, but we, I think a lot of us as gamers ca- kind of precede that push. Uh, so what got us all into gaming, and how long have you been playing for? Anybody can go. So I started gaming when I was nine years old. My mom got me a Game Boy and like, I think it was Super Mario Land 2. I want to say it was the second one. Is that the sixth one? Um, no. Yeah, yeah. I love that one. Um, <laughs> it was a birthday gift because uh, her boyfriend um, at the time had a couple of sons, some of whom were my age, and one of them had a Game Boy. And I guess I saw it and was like super into it. So she got it for my birthday. I actually found it before my birthday. She had it in her car and I managed to sniff it out, you know, as, as kids do. The game-shaped mm-hmm. boxes? Like, did you ever look for that under the, under the tree or like whenever it was your birthday? <laughs> I yeah. did. I, I would shake things too to see if I could hear. Yeah, but that was that was how I got my start, and um, it was a lot of fun. And I, I branched out to consoles, and you know that pretty much the rest, as they say, is is history at that point. I'm pretty sure the Game Boys one. I got a ton of mileage on as a kid because, like, my dad was always on the road and he'd take us with him. So I played so much Game Boy. You know, when you're trying to fight to get the light on the screen, the sunlight. Yes. <laughs> Did you ever get the, the, the really horribly fat peripheral to that put on top of the screen? That had nothing but fat, ugly peripherals. They were so <laughs> bulky, and none of them were great. I think the one I used the most, the most was the Game Genie, though, which came with its own little booklet inside of it. Yes, I loved that thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that one, that one was really great. Um, okay, so we heard from Caitlin. Alana, talk to us about you. I'm just going to go through the list. <laughs> okay, um, so I, I'm hoping being the baby of the group might maybe make up for the when I started. So I was three when I started gaming. Um, I I was born into, I don't want to say a family of gamers, but I suppose everyone in my family plays, or the immediate family plays video games on and off. Um, so I started on the Mega Drive Genesis with Sonic 3 and kind of just spiraled into platformers from there. Um, RPGs specifically around 6 or 7. So I started with Pokemon, kind of got my way into Final Fantasy. And then when I got Dreamcast, I was like, oh, there's some shiny new stuff on here that looks really interesting. And uh, yeah, just carried on from there, really. I've come in and out of RPGs kind of like I kind of dipped out of it a little bit when I hit my like 10, 11 preteen years. But then... Tells of Symphonia and a couple of other mid two thousands RPGs kind of dragged me back in, so decided There's a lot to go. Of good ones around that era too, I think. Yeah, and it made me go back and kind of look for all of those ones that I'd missed. So I went back and played Secret of Mana. I played Final Fantasy Four, Final Fantasy Three, Final Fantasy. Um, well, kind of all of them really, and then yeah, just from I feel like... so old. I don't have anything to go back to. Like these are the games <laughs> I played when they came out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Just but, for the record, I'm 29, by the way, so let me. I'll just place myself at that. I'm going to make you feel young, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, it's good. We got a bit of everything here. I think we actually hit up a pretty good, like, decade, I guess, time span, I think, between all yeah. of us. Yeah. Um, yeah, still probably more into RPGs than I ever have been, and 
widening my horizons as I get older, which is always good. So the mid two thousands, I think I was really into like the the Nintendo Power scene. So yeah, like a lot of the Pokemon titles there, like Dreamcast when Skies of Arcadia came out, it was coming out. I was just in pure heaven. Yeah, exactly. I didn't get Nintendo Power Fever, but I had like all the other, like I was subscribed to magazines and stuff like when I was a teenager. So that was kind of where I really hit the nice stride. But yeah, the mid 2000s were a good time and I kind of missed them. But yeah. I really miss the magazines Same. too. I love <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Elizabeth, how, what about you? Talk to us a bit about you and your uh, gaming journey, as it were. Well, I remember when I said I make you feel young. Yeah. I bought it on an Atari. <laughs> it was, wow. Um, I had cool. a, a family of cousins that lived nearby that I hung out with a lot because they were like, they were a huge family and I basically grew up with them. Um, so they always had uh, the game f- system. They had the Sega Master, they had the Atari, they had the Nintendo, they had the Super Nintendo. My own first system was a Nintendo. So probably the very first game I actually played was like the Atari games like Pitfall and you know, mm-hmm. Space Invaders, that type of thing. But the first games I owned were, like, the original Mario games, like Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario 3, etc., etc. Um, I didn't get into RPGs until maybe my teen years, when the SNES era, era became prominent. Yeah. Like, Chrono Trigger, Super Mario RPG, Final Fantasy VI. My first loves were, even though my first RPG was Super Mario RPG, my first RPG loves were Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI. And then it just mm-hmm. kind of... Got it's no coincidence those are still like people's favorites to this day like they have just oh. aged that dang well yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And, and, and like i remember playing a lot of those for the first time and just being like stunned by it too oh yeah like <laughs> even the even the 16 bit like even the graphics for 16 bit were just incredible like some of the some of the scenes like say the trial room in corner trigger for example or the opera in Fantasy 6 is just like Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time I think I was really wowed by video games and like look at projecting back yeah. on it now, it's just a bunch of pixels, right? Exactly. <laughs> you still remember like how you felt at the time, like wow, I just remember being like 13 years old or whatever the heck it was and just totally impressed. <laughs> yeah, look, like uh, the whole opera sequence, you know, where he's going, I was like, my God, he's singing. He is singing. That game came out in 1994 and that was just like amazing at the time. It seems silly now, but having grown up with it, it's like, yeah, just. I actually think Final Fantasy VII is still the one that gets that for me because it's like three discs, fully 3D world, and the amount of content they pack in that game for its time to be the first big 3d entry is the one that still wows me to this day yeah again it's still nothing to look at really (laughs) that was kind of what what got me into rpgs even though i'd already played an rpg before seven i played uh super mario rpg on super nes but i didn't really this is my embarrassing story it has rpg in the title and i didn't really connect that (laughs) as being like a genre of games so i was just like oh this is cool it's really just telling you flat out (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like at least Paper Mario has a bit of a charm, you know, more charm to its title. This is just straight up. No, no, it's Super Mario the RPG. <laughs> but no, I think uh, that's actually a pretty good entrance. I feel like two of you mentioned that now as like your first kind of mm-hmm. you know, intro to it. Yeah, I find there is no shame in having a, a sort of a popular title be what gets you into the genre either. There is absolutely no shame in that, and I think it's great. Because, yeah, like, Pokemon was another one of the big ones that I think really got me, uh, you know, into deeper into the RPG hole. Yeah, for me, it was Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI. Um, I didn't play another RPG for a while after Super Mario RPG until I started talking to a friend in school. And she was, like, and we were, like, talking about video games we've been, like, renting from the local store. Because we just lived, like, across the street from each other. 
and rented from the same store. So we were talking about the games we were playing. We're like, wow, these all sound familiar. So one night we just got together as people over and tried each other's games. And we both decided that we liked Chrono Trigger better in the end. <laughs> but that <laughs> kind of like went from there. <laughs> we played Final Fantasy VII together and some other RPGs. Good times. <laughs> um, Hillary, what about you? What got you into gaming? Um, so it was sort of like a two-part introduction. I had a neighbor who had an older brother who was playing Final Fantasy 4 and I was just pretty enthralled by that. I think I've actually written about that for the for the site before. But that was that was one part of it. I was just super excited about seeing the really powerful magic magic attacks at the end of the game, specifically mm-hmm. with Rydia. So I just kept like going over there and wanting to watch that. Um <laughs> and the other half interestingly uh, was I actually had a doctor suggest that my parents let me use the computer to improve my hand-eye coordination. So, oh, really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. That's pretty cool. So I got started on a bunch of, at a young age, actually, probably about five or six, uh, on a bunch of old, like, graphic adventure games. So King's Quest, stuff like that, too. And I've oh, enjoyed cool. both ever since. <laughs> that is a really good one, too, actually. <laughs> I think I think that's, was it for, like, the origin uh, feature? Oh, um, because no, I, I think that's one of the reasons I opted not to write was when I saw that your story was actually kind of similar to mine. It was either memory. I think it was memoria. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's that's what I'm remembering. Yeah. So yeah, about same here. I think Final Fantasy IV was like the first one I remember. Uh, but some of you kind of talked about it, like like my history of games kind of goes too far back for me to actually remember thoroughly. Uh, I have a brother who's four years older than me who basically picked it up before I did. So essentially it's just always been around as, <laughs> as long as I've been conscious. Uh, so I've basically just been playing since it's just been a hobby ever since. Uh, I think the first mm-hmm. real games that I remember was uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I played that like just absolutely ad nauseum. Um, and same with uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, I, I got really into Chrono Trigger. Final Fantasy 4 and 6 were just the coolest things ever in my book. Uh, but I also played like just just about anything the SNES offered. I was crazy into that system. My brother and I just played that all the time. It's how we bonded, basically. <laughs> um, nice. the, the irony is that he's kind of out of games now, and I've, I've kind of not stopped. Uh, <laughs> even when I say I am, I'm like, I'm over it. It's over. And I'm done spending money on your systems. And then I'm like, God damn it, that looks so good. I got to have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> coal. And then they're like, hey, Xenoblade 2 for the Switch. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. I'll go pre-order the system tomorrow. Yep, that was me too. Yeah. <laughs> so that, so the dream of quitting games doesn't look like it's going to be dying anytime soon. Uh, do you guys ever see yourself quitting at all? Nope. No, not really. I'm mm-hmm. like 60 years old and still playing. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I hope that's what gets me through retirement. I'd rather not be watching like, you know, Maury's Android head you know, <laughs> on TV levels. <laughs> so, or like oh The God. View and their glass case heads talking still. And yeah, I, I want to be the cool one in my senior group who invites people over to play games and eat snacks. Mm. <laughs> We're on to something here. Um, okay, so I think that's really cool. We got a lot of cool stories behind us. Um, can we at all get into like any favorite or least favorite characters that we have right off the bat? I always like to see how opinions differ on this. Um, I, I know it's kind of broad, but hey, if you got any standouts, I am always curious. Uh, for instance, I just about hate the entire cast of Star Ocean 4. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good example. I hate so much. I, I was also talking about this the other day with, uh, I think, somebody uh, on Twitter. Is that I actually... 
I, I have a few issues with some of the outfits, no surprise, but I love most of the cast of Xenoblade 2. I think they're just an entirely likable cast. Um, I think the females in particular, I think the female characters in particular are my favorites. Like, I can probably take or leave Rex, Tora, and Zeke's good, but I more Agonia make that game for me. Like, I'm only playing it for them yes. at the moment, really. It's just, yeah. The girls are the real standout in that game, for, for real. <laughs> and also, uh, it's like a comparison point, like... How good are their character designs compared to most of the Blade designs? Like, they're actually... I don't know, I just... I love Morag's design in particular because she takes my favourite character... Well, one of my favourite character archetypes, which I might touch on later, is, like, the stoic general woman. Like, Mira Armstrong from Full Metal Alchemist, basically. That's who she she reminds me of. she warm and funny, though. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And then you've got Nia, who's, like, fully clothed in a jumpsuit and just adorable and an angry Welsh cat, which is... Not something I'm generally used to being from England and nowhere near <laughs> Wales, but yeah, she's really cool. Though, yeah, I think they're really great. Good examples. Uh, but Star Ocean, I completely feel you. Star Ocean 4's entire cast, let alone female cast, is awful. Raimi is perhaps so annoying. The only, Raimi, yeah, is the only normal, one who gets away with it, but she has this huge hissy fit halfway through the game where she like gets ill. And then everyone's like, and then Edge is having like his like freak out moment, like, oh no, she's going to die, and it's all my fault. I'm just like, please get over it, please stop, like just. Stop. That game was so nice because it had a skip feature for the cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all that time when I replayed it. Yep. It also gives you a summary of the garbage you miss, and some of those cutscenes go on way too long. And like, I remember Phase has a thing where he like falls, like toe up crazy for some girl he met like five minutes. Oh, Limel. Uh, oh. Not Limel. That's another story. <laughs> okay. No, there's some girl he meets on uh, on the the oh crap the the furry people planet. <laughs> oh, people I know. Planet. I remember what bit you mean. She dies, doesn't she? And yeah, that's why she he dies goes all very evil. unceremonious death. His eyes go red <laughs> for some reason. He <laughs> yells out an evil laugh, and then he leaves your party pretty soon after. God. <laughs> Anybody else remember Sarah, the very annoying uh, the bird folk girl? Oh, yeah. yeah. See, like, they're not even memorable. So that game is just absolutely upsetting the entire way. Um, But no, like, I remember I was was thinking about Xenoblade 2 a lot. And, like, there were a lot of good just bonding moments between the characters. And I actually always really appreciated that. Uh, Like, one of my favorite scenes in that, if you guys played, was uh, between Poppy and uh, Mithra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 They're just kind of talking about their fears and all that kind of stuff. And they kind of finish it off with a cu- the cutest high five you've ever seen but uh uh you know in general i feel like it's actually a game that really gets uh, a lot of its character stuff done really well same with all the xenoblades actually i don't know i'm biased i like that series so i'm gonna stop talking about it uh <laughs> what about what about you guys any sort of favorite characters least favorite character standouts i i, I like getting kind of a different perspective than the usual definitely tara and Celeste from six i mean yes they were huge role models growing up, and I appreciate that they were both in the same game together because it was neat to see two I like of them. That they didn't really work together. They were sort of two sides of the same coin. Yeah. You know, they didn't really have plots that interacted with each other. They kind of had their own independent plots, and they kind of took over at different times. Right, and they were they were different enough that it was interesting, and right, they shared the spotlight. So yeah, so that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I really liked about them as well. They were they were both in the same game. They didn't they didn't just like fill out the stereotypical role of female pretty female protagonist. Tara was like you know figuring her out, and uh, Celeste um, 
uh, at the beginning of the World War, she goes from basically like attempting to kill herself to regathering the whole party together in the second half of the game, and that's what like left an impression on me when I was a young gamer, <laughs> like just uh, getting the whole band back together. Yeah, no, and like even as like as cheesy as it was, like as a little girl, she was like my Barbie. She was that long haired, (laughs) beautiful blonde in my life that I just kind of idolized. I thought she looked, (laughs) she was really cool, and she wielded a giant sword too. So I mean, yeah. (laughs) She and like magic, a, she's a sword she was just like amazing <laughs> yeah i wanted the cape and, yeah. yeah that white cape that dumb oh, white yeah. cape <laughs> yeah white cape yellow jumpsuit perfect <laughs> yeah i liked her yellow jumper as well i can't help but get into the fashion aspect of this but i can't like... <laughs> i love she had some of the coolest um amano artwork i think like yeah. out of all of the characters yeah. from the entire series. I love her. I love all the artwork of her. The one standing yeah. by the window is just, I love it so much. Yeah, it's so it's good. So I think he really nailed the looks for them. Like he knew how to draw them these kind of, you know, very mystical looks, you know, that yeah. they don't look real enough. So it kind of keeps you wondering, I guess, you know, what they would look like in real life. And all I can picture is just the most beautiful girl that you've ever seen is what these girls yeah. would look like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh. That's the effect Amano has on me, basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here, basically. And yeah, I that's her line, my favorite line from her in all of my C6 is, I'm a general, not some opera floozy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to have like a ton of respect for Sabin, who's holding up a house in the second half of the game. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I don't know exactly understand what happens in that part, but uh, I was totally into that. <laughs> yeah. I think, oh, one of my favorite scenes with her, I think is actually when she first meets Cyan and he's, you know, for good reason, extremely mistrustful and following yeah. her basically and telling her that he doesn't trust her and he doesn't like her. And she just calmly turns around and says, okay, I, I get it. Just watch me. I'll show you. I'll prove myself. Yeah. I feel like yeah. modern games would make a big melodramatic thing over it that stretches across a couple episodes. Yeah. You know? but, Where it's like no, they finally got to take a bullet for you to prove that like, no, see, I'm on your side. <laughs> yeah, but no, she's just like, <laughs> I just thought that was the perfect response. Yeah, yeah, because she was tough. She's general. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was it? Uh, see, that does kind of make me feel bad for Morag in other instances. Like, I think she looks great. She's one of the few characters who doesn't have the camera, you know, uh, ogling her at any scenes. But she's also the one uh, commonly mistaken for a guy. Or, you know, she's actually given oh. a very, very masculine voice in Japanese, too. Yeah, it's so obvious that she's not a guy, though. To me, anyway. Like, there's no judgment yeah. ever. So it's just that stereotypical kind of oh wait she's not wearing a skirt or she's not wearing heels well she is wearing heels actually isn't she she has like tiny heels but she's like she's not dressed how they want her to be therefore she is not female not feminine and it's like please stop that like i just want to go happy and she was the someone. one character that wasn't really distracted by any of that kind of stuff you know and yeah they, they never really had a cutscene about it unless it was to kind of make fun of it a little bit but i liked her design a lot i just thought it was cool <laughs> do you guys have any other characters that you wanted to contribute I don't want to steal asked. one from Liz. I want to. I want to wait and hear what Liz is going to say. Um, I was really going to talk about Celeste and Tara, and I got to. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I ask how we feel about okay. Lightning from Final Fantasy Thirteen? Mm, it, it's uh, complicated. I mean, it is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like there's this feeling. I don't know whether it's Japanese developers specifically, but to be a good female heroine, you have to be mm. cold, emotionless, and angry, and that's not 
the answer. I mean, Lightning does get some development throughout 13. Mm -hmm. She's a goddess in 13 too. I don't even know. She's another goddess in 13. (laughs) I don't know what happens between those three games. Like, I kind of like her, but she is essentially female Cloud, which is a bit, or female modern Cloud, I should say, because Cloud Mm -hmm. is not miserable in the original seven. But I I don't know. Is that her design is iconic to me. I love her design. I definitely love it. Yeah, but then yeah, I, I do like her about the character. I just can't really be bothered. I'm yeah, she's like, not ah. as cool as Fang. She's not Fang. Is I don't. She? I don't. Yeah. I don't really care about her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she wasn't the character I cared about in thirteen, and I didn't care about her in thirteen too. Sorry, Sarah. Yeah, I know. So like, when she comes back in thirteen too for a cutscene, they treat it like a big deal. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I do like her armor in that game. That's about it. Yeah, I, I really do like her design there, and I like the idea of her. But her execution was it left a lot to be desired. Like, yeah, I'm supposed to boring. And be, because yeah. of the kind of plot nonsense that thirteen kind of takes you on, right? I find myself mm-hmm. even less pressed to care because I feel it's so made. Like, even as far as fiction goes, the plot just feels essentially made up as it went <laughs> along. <laughs> you know? Yeah, pretty much. You know, like, <laughs> oh god. Because like okay, so then how do we feel about the the lady cast of Final Fantasy X two then? Oh, I like did that. Yeah, did it work for you? That's my role model at one point in my life. I wanted to be her. <laughs> she was cool. I like that she was kind of you know quick to answer and little no nonsense. I was surprised yeah. she's actually the youngest one of the group at that time. Yeah, oh, yeah, she, yeah she feels like the oldest. Yeah, um, but she definitely feels the most mature. Of the yeah. Three. Yeah. They have a really uh, good dynamic, those three. That's what I love about it. Like, they're not necessarily... I don't know, like, Ten Two is always a double-edged sword to me. Like, it's such a good, good game to play, but it just feels so needless. But their dynamic is so sweet. And it's like, this is the kind of girl thing I wanted at one point that I never got kind mm-hmm. of thing. So, yeah, I've got a lot of respect for the um, Ten Two, um, And I do like Pain, but Riku is kind of always my favourite, and I do love Yuna, so it's a really hard choice to make between the three of them. I love them all. Do we have any standout uh, dress sphere designs? <laughs> what the flower one, like the huge ultimate one I that you get. I love it so much. Um, all I'm... of their final final forms of that thing, I actually thought were really really cool looking. Um, yeah. Pains was just like a whole bunch of swords meant to look like a bird or something like that. Riku, of course, yes. has some sort of Machina thing, and Yuna appropriately has a big flower thing that works for her magicness. <laughs> Sure. Pain's uh, is definitely my favorite by far. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you could go to Bevel single-handedly and destroy the church like on your own with that thing. Sorry, yeah. it's a dark thought, but I mean, just it, that thing just looks insane. She's <laughs> <laughs> like a whole new meaning to Dark Knight there. <laughs> I also really liked a lot of Pain's outfits. Like, um, it, like they kind of made her the the more tomboy of the bunch, but she kind of gets a lot of these kind of powerful pantsuit outfits <laughs> that look yeah. really cool. I think her songstress outfit is kind of like a, a white disco kind of Elvis yes. thing. Yeah, was just that really yeah cool I love on that. Her. So cool. <laughs> um, I, what was it though? I, I remember even liking uh, Yuna's like warrior designs and all that stuff. But I don't know. I thought it was a lot of fun to actually play like fashion with that game. <laughs> yeah, even the dressroom system, that whole battle system, was just like a lot of fun. Like was, the storyline was yeah. like cheesy as hell. It was pretty awful for the first three chapters, but I, I played the hell out of the game just for the dressroom system. <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, I don't uh, the know what it is. Ones... No, no, go ahead. 
I was going to say my two favorites are, um, are probably the samurai designs and the trainer designs. Like they're so playful. Like samurai oh, the samurais designs are fun. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool and they're definitely what you would imagine a traditional samurai to be like. But they don't really like sacrifice any of the traditional armor just because they're female. Yeah. Like there's a little the bit of flesh. Really colorful nice too. too. Yeah, yeah, they're really colorful and they don't really expose too much flesh. And then the trainer outfits are really sweet. So they're just like most yeah. of them have long robes and. Really long. I, I love they all get their own animal too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's so adorable. Doesn't um, Yuna gets Diagoro, doesn't she? Well, not that that's not the name of the dog, but she gets, she gets your Jimbo's dog. dog. Thing, yeah. Um, yeah. Riku gets a little remember, funky. Do you guys remember the mascot and outfits? Kane had a falcon. The mascot outfits were so cute. I love how they have like sort of a bit of a pot belly too. So it kind of yeah. cartoony. Yeah. Uh, and like one thing I like is the girls have a lot of attitude in these outfits. So I think it's a lot of fun. Mm. Um, like all of the, uh, like all the poses for the black mage outfits are really cool. Um, like Riku's outfit looks really cool. Uh, Payne has like sort of a bit of a boot cut flare out on hers and it looks, it looks pretty awesome for a boot cut. Um, mm. I do remember I like Riku's uh, white mage outfits. It leaves room for her hair. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, so even like the gunner outfits, I don't know why. Okay, but yeah, basically I just like a lot of the outfits in that game. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, I think it's just me then, right? Yeah. Um, so the reason why I didn't want, I, went, I wanted to wait for Liz to go first because I wasn't sure if she was going to mention Shepard because I feel like, I feel like Fem Shep gets a very high mention and I didn't want to like. Grab that from her. But. I thought about it, but because she's a player character who you can kind of sort of customize, I didn't really know if she was like valid or not. The way I played her, of course, I would definitely think that she she was one of my favorites and still is. But yeah, that's I guess that's the tricky thing with characters like that, where they're sh- what they do is shaped by the player, and when it's a character like Femship who. There's nothing outside of like gendered pronouns and romance options. There's really nothing that in the story or in the conversations that identifies her as female. It's very mm-hmm. much just like yeah, you but- could sort of see her as a female, like like Dude Shep is the original and Fem Shep is just a female version. You know, th- th- it's one of those tricky things where how do you create a really strong female character? Do you create a, a character who is identifiably female and has issues and and relates like that, or do you create a character that would otherwise read male like i'm sorry lightning uh mm-hmm. but then make her female basically there's a feminine version of a male character and i don't know i i can go back and forth with shepherd on that because i think i think what that what that game what that series lets you do in terms of being able to play a character of your gender uh, and to shape the story and to be the hero and to to be repre- uh, to be respected by everyone that you meet and to have no one like question why you're there because you're a girl or to say mm-hmm. you know it, it, they question Shepard plenty I mean hey the council that's what that's their job description yeah but like it's never about her gender or anything like that it's it that's never an issue and I think that can be powerful too even if it's it's a two-sided coin. Like there's 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 good in having a character like that where there's you know she's seen as competent. There's there's no issue made about her gender, and you can feel as empowered and as much a hero of the story if you play a woman as if you play a man. But then the flip side is like when you have that gender option, is it really as powerful a female character as you can be as if it was only if the only option was to be a woman? So. I, I, I kind of like 
I don't know how I sit on it. I, I still feel like, you know, when I think about female characters, Femship is one of those iconic characters, which is why I wanted to bring her up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the other one I, I, of course, wanted to mention is Aloy from Horizon. Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. her. Yeah. I think she's a big part. I mean, the game is gorgeous and beautiful and fun to play and has awesome music and all that great stuff. But I think Aloy and her personal journey about finding out why she was outcast, who her mother is, what her 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 purpose is, is and you know just her her spunk and her her intelligence and the fact that she's a beautiful woman who isn't uh, sexualized by any of her outfits that you can put her in that she isn't she isn't protected by she isn't. Uh, uh, claimed by, she isn't fridged by or for any man. In fact, she runs circles around pretty much every guy <laughs> she comes up against. I think, you know, for that and for it being a triple A title, exclusive title on a console is just amazing. And I, I, I said as much when we were talking about milestone RPGs recently, but that, you know, and you, you know, you can, you can say, oh, well, that's, you know, social justice warrior, feminist, you know, of course you're going to say that. But for me as a Nice to have a, a girl, girl gamer, hero, yeah. yeah. Just, right. Seeing yeah. All, like, just seeing that she was, I haven't played the game yet, but just seeing her as like the protagonist of like such a cool looking game and then such a game that I hear nothing but good things about is just like, that's awesome. And I definitely... Yeah, yeah, as an artist, like I just love day. her silhouette, you know. I, I love the, mm-hmm. the kind of way she runs across the map, you know, the way the game is designed, you know, her hair, the way... Um, her hair is like almost flawless in that game too. Isn't um, it? Yeah. Her hair. <laughs> big, big quaff of hair, yeah. Um, but no, like I, I, you know, she just leaves an impact on you, like uh, between her, you know, incredible design, you know, her, the, the way she's running circles, not only around like characters in the game, but also these giant mechanized monsters you know but like uh, but with the mass effect 3 i think that's sort of the point is that like i guess you don't really always have to retool everything to to you know because we're talking about lightning how they she seems to be almost like a um a female man you know but you don't really have to do that much to kind of incorporate girls into the mix Mm -hmm. um it's not that hard you try too hard to write a girl i swear then i I find it kind of backfires on you sometimes Mm, (laughs) yeah for sure yeah and it's interesting that there's there is sort of that conflict going on between like the example with femship where you do get all those same choices and there isn't much differentiation mm-hmm. um but also because is there we all bleed blood it's all red or you know alien green blood but you yeah know. <laughs> and, i mean sometimes sometimes maybe we we need that but also you're missing something there you know there are specifically female parts of a character's identity as well so you and you miss that definitely with a character like lightning sometimes too as you can see there's just no easy answer yeah (laughs) um so i I think that's actually pretty cool to talk about um i actually do kind of want to pose a question to you this is kind of a hot topic and it was definitely when it around when it happened how did you guys feel about the xenoblade x removing the boob slider for female customization I had absolutely no problem with it whatsoever. Same. <laughs> I don't care. And I, I challenge anyone who said it was censorship. Please tell me your gender. Yeah. I really, do, I can't believe that any woman would complain about it. So if you're all guys, think about why it bothers you that you can't change the size of their boobs. <laughs> why can't I change the size of the of the of the <laughs> of a man anywhere? You know, 
Yeah, right? <laughs> Change that bulge, ladies. It was mm-hmm. not even the muscle mass. Like, it was literally the only part that could be customized on, on them. Mm-hmm. So, like, that that was that one was pretty interesting. And, yeah, you get a lot of weird cries of censorship stuff. I, I can honestly yeah. say I really don't care, because especially what some of the, you know, quote-unquote censorship targets. Um, a lot of the time, I know it's a lot of issues just releasing that here to get an actual, gra- like, uh, to get, I think, what is it, the ES- ESRB? Yeah, you know. Right, so I mean, sometimes they do have to remove stuff, but I mean, like, whoa, whoa, there goes cries of censorship. Um, they also didn't know. they they modified Lynn's uh, swimsuits so that they were less revealing. Oh, but yeah, gross, man! She's like she's like tiny. She's like a tiny girl. She's thirteen. <laughs> right? She's thirteen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember uh, Bravely Default got some heat for editing their outfits. The thing is, I thought it was actually more stylish. Like it changed a, a like bikini bikini bottom to like a short which looked more appropriate not, not even on on behalf of like uh get rid of like patch up the sexiness it just looked a bit more appropriate because it was a freaking fighting outfit right <laughs> you know um it's more cute anyway let's be honest <laughs> yeah it's like the bravely default characters have weird bodies so i mean i'm not really yeah <laughs> Um, I think they don't have feet. No, they I think don't it's have like feet. Uh, what is it? Ring a bell? Who actually gets like uh, just like one underwear outfit? It's treated as a joke outfit, as these things always are. But I mean, you know, quote unquote <laughs> joke. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't have a male outfit, like a male sexy outfit, without it being part of the joke. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas with women, it's expected. You're gonna have a bikini somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thing. Like you remember, like the Secret of Mana remake had the DLC that came with it, and um, you got like the tiger outfits for all the characters. Right. So Popoy and Randy got like full on tiger suits, but um, Purim gets um a two piece. She gets. Do the they bikini. know nothing about women? I would love the tiger suit. I would love the tiger <laughs> suit. So, like Rawr. just shorts or like a one piece or something would be. Yeah. The joke, the big meme in the MMO community, that, or not even just MMO community, actually, in general RPGs, like, less armor, more powerful for women. No, that's gonna, that's where they're gonna stab me. If my midriff is showing, then that's where they're gonna go for me. If my left breast is hanging out, that is where they're going to shoot me. So, <laughs> Liz, Liz, she just remembers Dragoon Armor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think, uh, I think uh, the the uh, mobile game for Valkyrie Profile, I think, le- gives Lenneth, like, one side boob armor. It's just Why really? Oh, for God's sake. Why like, would they mess with that's that? So weird. I was gonna say, like, thinking of really good female characters, Lenneth is right up there. She's Why would the you best. do that? <laughs> I know. Her original outfit is so cool. Yeah, I love that original outfit so much. It is, it's just the right amount of like classic. So it's got a bit of a high waist, but I mean, the rest of it is just absolutely really, really cool looking. It's iconic as well. Um, and, and like the way she's drawn every single time, like they, they put a lot of care into drawing her in every frame. And uh, she's probably one of the few protagonists I can effortlessly say is definitely really, really good. There's no like caveat to it or anything like that. Um, you know, she's, uh, she, she, she does her duty. She does it very well. She's a warrior. Uh, love doesn't really make her softer. It makes her stronger. You know, mm-hmm. she, she, there's no point mm-hmm. where she's really, uh, fridged in the story for too long. And when she does, she's kind of right back out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just as good to go than ever. She has that one breakdown, but I mean, that was a good, powerful moment. <laughs> she's like one of my favorites and, you know, and in the mobile, mobile phone tradition, there is, uh, like a Valkyrie bikini, Nordic b- bikini outfits. <laughs> it's almost like <laughs> Tri-Ace forgot, it's almost like Tri-Ace forgot how to do female characters around Star Ocean 3 because 
Sophia is awful. I cannot. Uh, yes. Sophia oh, is awful. So I not that Nell and Maria are awesome. I love Nell and Maria yes. so much. But then there's I Sophia, have... and then they just take that template and run with it for the rest of their games. And and, and Pepita. Pepita. Oh, yeah. Pe- Pepita's okay because she's quite cute and she's a dancer. She's also really overpowered, so she gets a little buy from me. Like yeah, she is. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's crazy overpowered. <laughs> I kind of like cute kid characters sometimes when they're not annoying, and Pepita's just not around long enough to be annoying like i've usually liked the tale series doing kid characters i feel they're one of few who makes them like not too dependent you know or too like cutesy yeah without yeah. actually pulling their own weight because yeah pepita's just a little bit too adorable all the time you know so i don't really get it yeah um but like in tales games they tend to make them like super geniuses or um <laughs> le- like I like uh, even uh, Anisk, who was kind of like yeah. you know kid bodyguard to to another kid in the religion that the game has. Yeah, she's spunky. She's got attitude. I don't love her, but she's definitely a good example. I think she's a the... gold digger with a with a heart of gold. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I don't know if you guys heard of uh, what was it? Okay, so I, I also do want to talk a bit about Yoko Taro in terms of this. We're kind of talking about fashion because I, I I don't know I, I'm a big fashionista a little bit in, in the real world i <laughs> i spend much too much money on this and games so i'm poor all the time but <laughs> um it's, it's a real double-edged sword well, uh so I, I, like i'm curious there's a bit of like both ways controversy about uh about to be it seems to really go either way i'm curious what you all think about her design yeah i mean i'm troubled at times like the time to like to be i i didn't i don't need to look at any part of her to know that she's good like she's a good female character female in brackets because she's a android and all the warrior androids being like women is really cool but there is this aspect of her design like she's got a boob window and she's got a slit in her skirt and her skirt's like flared up and oh she's got petticoats on and oh guess what you can get a trophy for looking at her butt for too long and it's like it kind of undermines yeah, so much and i'm i've got a I'm like I struggle with Yoko Taro because I think he's really good. Like recently, is it Sino Alice? Like he's yeah, got a I was going to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I can't remember the details, so I'll let you do it. But like when you look at female characters in his series, or even like like uh, hermaphrodite characters, like Kaine, like Kaine does not like anybody who's seen Kaine's design. It is literally half a nightingale with a pair of shorts. And her nipples are sticking out, basically. And I can't she's tell this... if you can actually see any shadow there or not. I'm exactly. still unde- undivided on it. Because I swear to God, I think there is just a bit of shadowing there. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love her. Early. <laughs> I love her personality. Like her, per- She's such a cool character. But she's got this underlining, like, design thing that just really but no, irritates me. it's supposed me. to be empowering because she's trying to prove her femininity. She doesn't need to improve her femininity, though. <laughs> like, if that's what she wants to do, then that's fine, but and I said this in a review that's recently gone up on the site for Dragon's Crown Pro, like, there's no need to design a mm-hmm. character like that to fit into the context, like, mm-hmm. for Dragon's Crown Pro, like, um, or Dragon's Crown in general, and actually a lot of Vanillaware stuff. It's not too bad in Boromasa. There's one character in Odin's Sphere, um, I believe that particularly stands out. <laughs> but um, yeah, back to but... Yogatoro stuff. I think I have more of an issue with A two. So I, I this is probably going to be this is going to be spoilers for the game. But there is a point where you have to play as A two, and throughout her entire section, she basically gets all her clothes ripped off, and she is yeah. literally wearing torn clothes and tight so she's basically like yoko Tora's version of velvet from Basar- tales of Basaria. she um, is literally wearing like ripped clothes and 
it does nothing. Like, I, yeah, I like how it's like a faux cam- yeah. camisole and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, is um, she is she technically actually almost naked, I think? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, she's barely wearing anything, and it's so... Like, I don't know if it's closed or if it's just kind of attached to her at some point, because it kind of goes in and out whether it's not, like, bot, like weird body part. Yeah. So like, it's, weird android anatomy. Sorry. No, 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 don't worry, because that is the point. Like, I just don't see why it needs to be done. Like, why... I suppose she can't go and get more clothes because things have happened and, you know, uh, but it just does, it didn't need to happen, like, I mean, her kind of stoic stance in, like, she doesn't want to... She's kind of emotionless as, Android, uh, as androids go, but, like, her non-attitude to it is fine, but it's just, like, if her non, if she's got a non-attitude about it, why does it need to be there? It's kind of like, unless a girl's going to be like, oh, no, I'm going to get some more clothes, or, oh, I'm going to take some robes off of one of these robots, but, no, nope, she just gets on with it, and it's like, cool, but you're exposing too much. Like, please put some mm. clothes on. The one thing I did like about it is that it looked a bit more easy to move around in, unlike Tubi's dress. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, but I do love Tubi's dress because I think it's super, super fashionable. It, it's, it's unfortunately, you know, it still does obviously pander to a, a male audience very heavily. Uh, but for the most part, I do think it's it's relatively chic, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I have trouble talking about it. And, like, Yokotaro, I find, actually does write pretty compelling and pretty interesting female characters. So I'm always kind yeah. of stuck at a pass. Yeah. Uh, the thing we were talking about earlier, though, was uh, with Sino Alice. So it's a game that, um, does Yokotaro just help on it, or is he actually behind the whole thing? He's behind it, so I don't know what capacity, but he's quite he's behind it quite heavily. So so it's a mobile game, and essentially uh, he was kind of told by some of his uh, Square Enix higher-ups higher who are like, um, the mobile games tend to do better when they do show a lot of, re- of revealing girls, right? And so what he did was, for this one character who was fine looking before uh so for this new a new update he actually gave her just a full-on armored robot bodysuit like you could barely see her face as is uh, <laughs> and she's just kind of smiling through it she looks really cute and so as a sort of response to that and i think yokotaro's got sort of a, a kind of funny sense of humor with regards to what he does um like like i'm not really for blowing up a skirt but i do find it's kind of funny that it's there in a way um your mileage varies on how necessary it is <laughs> it is basically pretty dumb, but uh, one thing I also do yeah. like about um, uh, what's his name, Akihiko Yoshida, um, he he he's definitely a thigh guy. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so I do find it kind of uh, not not a relief, but uh, I do find it interesting that he tends to focus more on the derriere than uh, than just giant breasted women. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Variation. The butt needs some love too. It does. I don't know, cause I got a, I got like a, like a wider derriere. It's annoying. Mm, <laughs> so I kind of like need yeah. hard to draw it. Yeah, got, my thighs and my hips. It, yeah, I got a tiny. Though, when you, I got the, I got the good I, waist, but I, I just can't deal with pants. I hate dealing with pants unless you're stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> like you see exactly. you see girls in games and they have like the perfect and it's the Barbie thing they had the perfect proportions they had the big boobs the small waist they've got the the round but not too big butt and it's kind of like I think Square nice. Enix teams are getting a little weird look like. that like they're kind of hitting uncanny levels at times yeah yeah like uh oh well like um tail tail speaking of tails like uh, uh, uh Mila's oh, design oh god it's yeah, like her her waist is not that cannot work for her body. She should not be alive. I don't even think the artist like drawing it because it looks so awkward, like in her status cut in and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and like she's got like very, very big armor, so she just looks kind of weird at times, and that hair is just ridiculous. But I love drawing it. <laughs> speaking, speaking of armor, if we're talking about fashion do's and don'ts, and I'm, I'm Mass Effect is guilty of this too. Uh, armor where it's supposed it's supposed to be either metal or it's supposed to be hard armor, and yet it's shaped for their boobs. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, their yeah. boobs are popping out. Oh, yeah. Boob sock. And I'm like, I hate that. Uh, I hate it. It's uh, what is it? Pyra and Zenobly too. She's got like the boob sock stuff where it's like one breast seems to fit in in each part of it, and it's just like all skin tight and it just all kind of fits in there real good. (laughs) I hate that. Yeah, that's so so bad. I have never seen an outfit do that. No, not a real one. Even (laughs) even when it's even when it's really sheer, real clothing does not do that. Yeah, like I've never seen yet any clothing actually tailored to have boob pockets in it, let alone. It? That? I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's actually pretty good fashion do and don't, I guess. There was like a really good, like, uh, I, I hate to bring up, you know, forum shenanigans, but hey, this is one of the biggest gaming forums. So, like, one of the biggest topics on the uh, Reset era forum, for those who don't know, NeoGAF mm-hmm. is like one of the biggest game forums, is why do women criticize sexualized designs? This was specifically about women, and, and there's still so much flack that is given to women who want, who just want to be heard. You know, yeah. it's not, it's just a criticism. We're not, we're not going to go pick at any fence. You know, we're not going to, uh, we're, we're not going to go complain and, you know, send out death threats. It's just, we just want to be heard on certain things. And yeah. the, the main idea about that topic was that it's not that we don't like sexy outfits. I mean, Lord knows I bought a whole bunch of like Tails uh, swimsuit DLC and you know, sometimes, sometimes it's a little bit fun. It, it's when it's completely in an inappropriate place. So when you have a... Uh, Final Fantasy 15's, you know, incredibly gorgeous pinup model mechanic, you know, wearing short shorts and dealing with hot oil all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was like, that's, that's ridiculous to me. That's yeah. weird. Completely <laughs> impractical. <laughs> you know, when uh, when Metal Gear Solid's uh, quiet, uh, can can only breathe through her skin, then... Oh my god, Kojima! Why isn't Kojima. she just wearing a sports bra and, like, you know, sports shorts and not doing the weird thing with the broken leotard? Like, why? That's so weird and tattered. It's tattered! I mean, girls do not dress in tatters. Exactly. Most don't, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at least, not usually around their chests. Like maybe jeans. Yeah, I maybe don't know. maybe their stockings or their. It's jeans. not my thing. I don't. I don't like uh, pre-worn yeah, I don't. clothing. But uh-huh. I know it's a fashion thing. But like, I wouldn't want holes poking out. You know, around my boobs. Exactly. Uh-huh. I don't want you seeing my bra or you know whatever. No. You know, so it's just a matter of like, you know, why are some of these designs like this? Um, we know why. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but one thing I've noticed is that for games that don't have it, and most games don't, look at a lot of the biggest sellers, you know, out there. You know, you can look at like uh, your Last of Us. Look at like a, a lot of your Nintendo games. You know, they're they don't really need it to sell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and, and like I'm, I'm fine with games like uh, Senran Kagura and all that stuff that obviously wear what they're doing on a sleeve and they clearly <laughs> cater to a certain audience. I, I don't care, you know, have fun. Uh, but it's when you're trying to kind of appeal to a mass market and, you know, you get something, some really, really dumb designs uh, that I find just become really big turnoffs. And then they try to they try to rationalize the design too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like that's the whole thing with Kojima and Quiet was that there was supposed to be a scientific oh, yeah. in story reason for it. And 
Sure, I'm sure you made that idea up after she was designed or whatnot, but you cannot tell me that you went from the get-go and said, this is what we're going to do, and, you know, it just happens to be that she has to wear almost nothing. Like, I mean... That's a shame, too, because, like, there's a lot of really well-written, like, you know, let alone female characters, but a lot of really well-written characters in the MGS series, and this one just feels like uh, a lot of about her is just kind of at odds with a lot of the scenes she's in. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah. I like I, I like Meryl. the idea of quiet. Like I like her character. I think and it's I like a great idea. Interacts. Yeah, yeah. But then it's just kind of like um, you can get her uh, an outfit that has her wearing basically tax suit armor, and I forget what you have to do in order to unlock it. But you have to you have to do a bit of work to get her an outfit that actually has her appropriately clothed. <laughs> the irony. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's not even, it's not even about, you know, the skin. It's also about, she's going out into an environment where she's going to have to be sneaking through, uh, you know, grass and, and dirt and dust and all this stuff. She has to be able to, uh, to camouflage herself. She's dealing, you know, she's firing high powered weapons and possibly getting shot at. And it's still bikini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh no. And just the stuff when you see her on the plane too, where she looks like a cat in heat, basically. Right. It's just like, she's like, <laughs> she's like, you know, adjusting herself and sticking her boobs out so that you can see. And I'm like, and she, she comes up and she walks to you and then she turns around and you get that, that ass shot. I'm like, do you two need a room? Do we need to make a room in the helicopter for you two to, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love the scenes that replace Quiet for that that one where she jumps out of the plane with, like, Ocelot or anything like that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and you basically get, like, Ocelot doing some weird sort of semi-sexy thing out in the rain, and he's kind of, like, touching himself while he's out there. <laughs> oh, my God. Why can't hilarious. we have more of that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want more of that, please. <laughs> um, there's always one series I thought that had a lot of fun with its like kind of attractive male characters. It's probably the Tail series, actually. <laughs> yeah, like they they tend to Great make boys. them look very good. Uh, they usually have an outfit where they are wearing like no top at all. Uh, they all tend to be kind of respectful too. Like I think the Tales games tend to know they have a pretty wide audience and a lot of female uh, fans. You know, so they do tend to in- include uh, you know just good eye candy for both. <laughs> I find. Um, so that, what else was there too? God, there's a whole bunch of good ones. Uh, I remember one of the big ones I really liked recently too, a good mix of like fashion and form was, uh, the transistor protagonist. Oh, Red. Yes. yes. I she love red. her. She's yeah. beautiful. Oh, she's so cool looking. <laughs> um, with that, 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 that coat with like the, the feathers. What is it? The feathers. Yeah. Yeah. And the gold. It's so beautiful. She was so, so classy. Pretty. Yeah. And she carried a big sword. She carried a giant sword. Yeah, a giant <laughs> turquoise sword. <laughs> um, I, I like one of the ones I find tends to get weirdly even a little too girly for me, even though I like a lot of the designs, is the Atelier series. Oh, yes. Mm. Yeah, a little too girly. Like, they're not always, like, revealing or whatever, but they're just a little too flowery and feminine for They're for so flowery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another actually pretty great artist for that, and like uh, they've been having him do a lot of stuff for uh, the Fire Emblem series. Probably uh, Hidari, who did both Atelier and Fire Emblem, and I thought a lot of those designs were actually pretty cool. Yeah, like some of the Fire, Fire Emblem, but Fire Emblem has had a ton of great artists actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so that was kind of a fun like fashion do's and don'ts. I think you kind of get the idea that we're sort of all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> 
you could definitely have a lot of fun with like female outfits. I feel like we're sort of like a, uh, you know, kind of advantageous. We're not all the fun here. <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to. Like, I, I don't mind a, a kind of sexy enough outfit. Like, I remember loving a uh, opera's outfit in Star Ocean Two, for instance. Oh yeah, I love opera. Yes. She's so cool. I always thought she was wicked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it's great that you can have a lot. Like, I think that's one of the disappointing things about a very sexy outfit is that you can have so much fun with female outfits. We tend to get away with a lot. Like, we can look good as tomboys. We can look good in ultra flowery outfits. We can look good in casual outfits. I, it, I'm kind of sad that, like, the palette for what guys can pick is, you know, kind of a bit smaller. I mean, you go to clothing stores, it's usually just shirts and pants. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. You know, so so on one hand, it's kind of disappointing how often uh, game designs tend to turn to sexy stuff. You know, like, just arbitrary, like, holes in armor just for the sake of showing something off. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> um, and I definitely don't think a lot of games don't need it to to thrive. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, I think the main point is it's it's kind of about the 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 context and just the proportional attention too. Like, where's the focus? You know? Yeah. With these characters. Yeah. Does that ever get awkward for you when you're playing something like that? And, like, you just kind of get, like, boom, ass shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I'm just trying to what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and, and, like, I see why they're doing it. You know? And I'm definitely not the target market for that. And very obviously so. I'm just kind of, like, looking around. I'm like, okay. <laughs> In terms of, like, context and fashion, then, but we haven't talked about the third birthday, which probably has the worst oh idea God. of oh. costume and context ever. <laughs> the so the, There's a game that did not sell better because of its sexy angle. Exactly. <laughs> it just, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Um, go ahead. Yeah, what, what happens with it? Or how do you... Well, I mean, Aya Breer is such a cool character in Parasite Eve 1 and 2, and then 3, she's still cool. But the gimmick is is that the more damage Aya takes, the her clothes, more of her clothes take damage, and so you can tell how dead she is by how few clothes <laughs> she's wearing or how few rips she's got. Like, there's yeah. no... Oh, wow. It's awful. I, n- and, and, I yes, never played terrible. this, but... No, I did not. It's, uh, it's basically it's it's Akiba Strip before Akiba Strip was a thing. Absolutely, really? yeah. So, oh god, yeah, I, I do give points to Akiba Strip's clever title, though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can get over that. I do think that's wonderful for them. Um, what was it though? Uh, yeah, so uh, I know so the I think Fire Emblem Heroes, the mobile one. Like okay. they do have uh, damage portraits for for a lot of it, and like you'll notice a lot of the guy ones tend to be still very powerful. Like they still tend to you know maintain a good stance and all that stuff. A lot of the girl ones are like embarrassed or like kind of extra girly, where their legs are kind of like kind of kicked in together. Yeah. Um, or you know, uh, somehow one of them's full on sticking their ass out because like yeah. parts of her parts of her Great. skirt are ripping. Like it's mm. so. It's so obvious. You know? <laughs> like my pain threshold doesn't exist, but I'm not going to go into a funky position just for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, I'm a go pain. Back. I'm going to like cower in like fetal position and go ah. Yeah. I have a paper cut and it hurts. Actually, to go back to Aya, <laughs> to go back to Aya for a minute, the first game that's actually kind of a good balance because you know she kind of has like a somewhat sexy date outfit, but. She also yeah. has her workout. I love outfit. that outfit too. Yeah, her day yeah. outfit's gorgeous. She's just a she is a really good example of a female character from the nineties mm-hmm. that was really well written, really well. Like her story doesn't revolve around men and it revolves around her being a cool cop and No, and she dresses different ways and it's appropriate exactly. for the situation. Yeah. 
Exactly. And then just the third birthday exists. Uh, but the thing is, is that like, almost universally is like, like that whole like that more damage, less clothes is kind of panned by quite a few people. Like it's not really loved by the vast majority, which is. Yep. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it wasn't a great like, game to begin with. No, exactly. <laughs> it was kind of meh. <laughs> I dare you just once to not have any armor chip away around the waist, you know, or sorry, just around the chest. Like, I dare you. I double dare you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It it makes me think, though, about games like the Arkham series where Batman's cape and sometimes parts of his suit will get a little bit torn as he goes through. It never gets to the point where he's like slow and showing schlong or his pecs or anything <laughs> where he's like revealing that. like for real bat nipple for once you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's not latex <laughs> but like it's it's just meant to show that he's had a long night and that he's taken a lot of punishment and that he's you know he's tough and he's you know powerful and then yeah you contrast it against games like Akiba Strip and Third Birthday and any other sort of thing where it's like, well, as the as the game goes on, she's going to be wearing less clothing, and it's kind of like it's the same concept, but it the it's not the way in which it's executed is just so different between male characters and female characters. And I mean, like, you know, to be fair... It's, it's not positive attention, though, is what I don't like. It's not. You know, yeah. it's highlighting women in some of the worst ways and some of the obvious ways and, you know, ways that girls don't appreciate, even if, you know, that's what guys want to look at. And, I, okay, so this is kind of a tough question. How do you feel about the people who use games as their fantasy? I, I hate mm. this question and is literally the one way I kind of sympathize against, you know, like kind of what we're talking about. But it's an angle that I really have trouble kind of dealing with. Well, I mean, even as a teenager, like everyone has an anime husbando, don't they? Like when even when I was growing up, like there were always male characters that I would be like, oh, yeah, I really like him. And oh, if he was real, I would date him and things like that. Like we all got that. <laughs> yeah. So I think each to their own, as long as you don't like force it on anybody, like with most things, I think if you, because obviously there are games that are catered to certain audiences and mm-hmm. there are obviously more that are catered towards men that show women in silly bikinis and things like that, like Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball, like, you know, going off of RPGs and things like that, but um, keep it to yourself. Like, it's just, you don't need to be like, you can't, if somebody's like, I don't like this, just be like, okay, that's fine. But don't be like, oh, but you're only disliking it because you're a social justice warrior. Like, there's no need for that. I, I just don't see myself in this woman, you know? It's, no, exactly. This lady isn't for me. Whereas, like, yeah. even though I had fun with Final Fantasy X-2, that, that uh, hot spring scene is, like, the oh, most geez, awkward, yeah. awful thing I've ever seen. Oh, and, what? like, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and, like, their dynamic is really good, but, like, they don't even seem like they're friends in that scene. Like, they're just kind of doing this because they were asked to, you know? No. Like, because they're kind of right. shy. Yeah. And, and just saying the basic stuff that you hear in like ninety percent of Hot Springs scenes, like oh, you're hiding something. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, it's out of place. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. So like for like they could have had a way more fun with that. I think the one thing that actually does kind of annoy me is like when you've seen one Hot Spring scene, you've basically seen them all. Well, yeah, uh, they've not a. I will say the Tales ones haven't aged particularly well now, and I'm kind of glad they're not a mainstay anymore. Like they're funny. But, like, there's the one that compares Colette as an ironing board to Sheena as 
voluptuous beauty, isn't it? Or something like that. I did find the ironing board was a pretty funny title, especially when they give you that little trumpet to say that you got a title. It's like, (laughs) you're the ironing board. (laughs) She can't help it. And the thing is, is Colette is really cute. So... I actually yeah. do like Sheena though. Like, despite her, yeah. you know, buxom appearance, she's actually very demure, and she doesn't really reveal that much. Like, she's she kind of own, no. like doesn't really show it off as much. Uh, and certainly, graphics back then, I mean, they wouldn't have much to show off, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just stick her in Susie's outfit, which she looks so cool in. She I like the really- color on her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really good. But yeah, like those hot spring scenes have not aged well, and they've had I'm- fun with a few of the modern ones. I find. Yeah, I think only Exilia 2 and uh, Berseria may have had one. I didn't do it if it did. But Exilia 2, one of Exilia 2's endings is a hot yeah. spring scene. So if <laughs> you pay like off a, all the debt. With all, with all the guys. Yeah, yeah, that, that's right. It's perfect. So it's the right subversion of it. <laughs> I, I think Berseria, um, it does a gender. Money ending, I think. It does a body swap thing. So the girls are the guys. <laughs> oh, Okay. So it just creates kind of like a different sort of embarrassing for them. It's yeah. it's actually a lot of fun in the way Tales games kind of funny, tend to be. Actually. <laughs> yeah, it's fun the way Tales games tend to be where there's like the appropriate amount of freak out with some characters and just absolutely not with others, you know? <laughs> that's, actually, that's a really good thing to do in general is swap male and female outfits and then just see how awkward it looks. That picture of Snake in the women... outfit is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> But it, it makes you think, okay, suddenly the women look totally normal. They're they're mostly fully clothed, and the guys are, like, showing everything. Maybe it will get people thinking. Guess how we uh, feel. Like, well, hey, that's how <laughs> yeah. that feels. All right. Well, that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. And, like, like about the the fantasy question, like, it's that's a really – it's hard because, on the one hand, I think being able to explore fantasy in general, the way video games – all of them let us do it that can be good i mean it's you know we've all got imaginations that we want to explore and video games let us do it and they can let us do things that in real life would be problematic without you know breaking the law or anything like that but at the same time those fantasies are they are informed by and they're perpetuated by uh influences uh both with from within video games and from society at large and other forms of media. And it's fine to explore, but if, if presenting those fantasies and indulging those fantasies means perpetuating stereotypes and sexist, racist, homophobic, you know, every kind of bad behavior, if that means perpetuating in real life, then it can be problematic. So it's, yeah. it's weird. There has to be some sort of, Middle ground. I don't ever want to to make, make people think that what we're saying is you can't have fun and you can't have your fantasy. But there has to be a way Just to balance be a that bit fantasy. Conscious about it is basically yeah. all that we ask. Like at the very and like it sucks that we even have to fight for that kind of a crumb. Is that you know we just want some respect, I guess, in terms of that. And yeah. you know, and it's a pretty far cry that like uh, like I think um, there's a lot of weirdness, for instance, with a uh, Ons uh, character case in Persona Five. Oh yeah. yeah, it's awful. Like they glaze over so many, so many red flags in that, and it's it's kind of upsetting in a way. And then they kind of give her an outfit that just sort of doubles down in the entire idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a, a red latex panther outfit, and it's like, uh. mm, yeah, it's... It, it's not even about like she tries to own it. It's just no, here it is, and she's kind of embarrassed about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like they had the opportunity. 
if they had thought about it, because um, I don't know that it was something that they intentionally wanted to do. They had the opportunity to make it a really powerful statement. Like a Batman thing. If, be what I hate, you know, be what I, you know, I'm kind of yeah, scared of in a way. Like, like own it or find a way to use that to her advantage and take control of it, take back the power. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, she's, every time it comes up, she's awkward, you know, she's awkward. She's like, oh, I don't. The zipper goes know. all I... the way down <laughs> all oh, and like God. all the way around too. I think it goes like yeah. right the tail almost. And it's, yeah. it's weird considering the other female party members, their default outfits are cool. Like Makoto's is wearing awesome armor. Um, Makoto uh, looks like she's having uh, a lot of fun in that one. Like for how reserved yeah. she is in her normal life. Like I feel she kind of breaks out with that one. And Futaba's like doing the whole splinter cell thing, and then Haru is an awesome <laughs> like you know swashbuckler uh, Zoro style thief or something she's like that. So cute! I yeah. love that one too, so, and she's so cute about it. Like she's really yeah. trying to get into character with it. Yeah, she wants to kill you all though as well. Though don't forget. <laughs> all right. I actually kind of like that arc though. I wish she got her sooner. I know. I'm, I'm, like still, a... I'm working through it. I'm just about done, but I think I'm gonna date Haru. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Date yeah. me. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> For those who can't see, Alana's icon is indeed Haru. And she, Alana kind of has that great curly hair thing going on like uh, yeah. Haru does too. Yeah, when <laughs> Haru was designed, I was like, finally, there is somebody who looks like me. I could finally do it. There's no more character creator. Because character creations never have my hairstyle either. Like, ever. <laughs> so true. There are Haru- so few curly-haired girls in games yeah. or like yeah, in exactly. anime in general. Like, they just don't like yeah. drawing curly hair. No, exactly. So Haru is like my dream come true. She's like the anime character I wanted when I was like 12 or 13. So. And bang. I swear to God, she's like the only character in existence that has curly hair and no bangs. Yeah, I have oh, bangs yeah. though. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not holding it against you though, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> or fringe, sorry. Or fringe, yeah. Sorry, you have to get used to our terminology. <laughs> sorry, fringe, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so like... Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I I still do have trouble with that kind of fantasy aspect, but, like, it's good that, like, the more mainstream games seem to be a lot more conscious about it. Certainly Western developers are way more conscious about it. Western developers are far better at it, I would say. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, not, to, not to knock on Japanese ones. And again, great that, you know, like, you know, if, if you like that kind of thing, you got a really great place, you know, really great genre to go to for your, for your kinks or your fixes and all that, but... Um, I, I guess one of the other things that really drives me nuts is like the amount of pushback that you get, and it's it's just feels so unfair. We want to be part of your hobby, you know. We we I'd, I'd kill for a, a gamer boyfriend or whatever, um, you know. But then they get that kind of pushback about your hobby, you know, for for just merely talking about it is is incredibly disheartening for something that I want to love and that, as you can see, like most of us, I think we've been playing most of our lives. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd say the pushback's not too bad anymore. I mean, I've got a good. It is in certain circles, but we've got a good circle of people who are supportive. I love her. Yeah, like I love basic... her. Even our social media actually seems to pick up on yeah. quite a bit of that too. Basically, that. I love like... you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do. <laughs> but like the key thing is, is while gender is important for us, like we're women, we want to be represented properly. At the same time, don't be like, oh, it's only because you're a woman you want that. Like, don't make that differentiation. You we don't even are have to pander to us. Just no, ex- make it a bit more fair. And I swear that's that's really it. Like, yeah, you know, put us in a bit more. That's it. Yeah, don't call yeah. us out if we're like gay or don't, lesbian or anything like that or not. Don't always don't, make us your low HP white mages. You know, we can we can fight. Oh yeah. 
We can do oh. badass stuff, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that... kind of why I do like the, the Mass Effect examples, because I feel like that's just how easy it is. Just, yeah. you know, you, you don't need to be a Ubisoft who says it's too hard to make a woman walk cycle. <laughs> Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> just, that was I just so bad. I just my eyes and just <laughs> hit my and I mean, like, let's let's be real, Yubi. It's not very easy to make a man walk either, right? No because way. Uh, I don't think any of your early Assassin's Creed games had a natural gait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't. It's true. No. It's pretty oh, in general, too, the entire like PS2 and GameCube era had really funny running cycles too. Yes. Like I, I laugh mm-hmm. almost every time I see uh, was it the Bot and Kaitos lead running around because he kind of like bounces up like a bird, almost runs around. <laughs> it just dip, 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 dip. like it looks so funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, too, if you're gonna do juggle physics, at least get it right. <laughs> that's just a last long-standing pet peeve i've had is that they're either like way too much like waterbeds or or just like <laughs> like bounce around like jello and it's yeah neither. they act like girls just don't wear brawnies bras in these games and like come on you're with big boobs there's gonna be less jiggle if they're wearing a bra <laughs> what if we had a game where the character their weapon was their boobs and it was insane jiggle physics so they would just come around they would just take us one step and their boobs go like <laughs> wham but you know what at least they're owning it i guess <laughs> yeah they're doing something so ridiculous that it's going to be hard to stick a candle to anything else other than that <laughs> Um, okay, so I, I think we just kind of had a really good, weird, long free will uh, and discussion for that. Curious, have you guys ever been treated weird for being a girl gamer? Um, most people are accepting of it, and some people are like, oh, you're a girl, so you probably suck. <laughs> so I definitely had that. People don't assume it from me, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I remember um, when I was in law school, I was playing randomly in law school, they were playing Mario Kart in one of the um, uh, one of the the, the the review offices. We had a whole uh, set of office for the different student publications, uh, and they were playing Mario Kart. And so I joined in, and I was doing okay. And someone said to me, "Wow, I'm surprised that you're so good because you're a girl." And I was like, what? "Okay, I'm gonna take that as a compliment." Hey, I resemble that though, remark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've never, I've never. I mean, like uh, you always. Okay, so you always meet douchebags. Sorry, DBs, whatever. Online, I've I've run into people playing like multiplayer in GTA or um, Red Dead Redemption that have been kind of weird and and whatnot. And you know, there's always going to be that kind of asshole who is like. As soon as they find out you're a girl, or if you have a girl's name, they decide it's their job to be a dick to you. But I mean, like, it doesn't happen super often. It's more just that sort of surprise, like, oh, mm-hmm. you play games. And I'm like, yeah, I play games. I probably play more games than you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I think in a few of our cases, that would definitely be true. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> I find it often depends on the genre, like RPGs and MMORPGs and stuff like that is like less of a surprise to find that you're female. But if you're playing like yeah. shooters, Overwatch mm-hmm. I think is also a mixed bag, or even like playing like Hearthstone League of Legends, people are like, oh, you're female. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's sort of, no, that's sort of why I find it important to kind of, you know, create something that caters to, to both genders, because then you mm-hmm. do tend to see that it opens up the player base a lot. Yeah. 
you know, and, and it's great that we've gone from like barely, barely many female gamers to, you know, to there being just significantly more. I mean, you can actually finally, you know, find yourself a beau who, you know, who enjoys your, your same hobby. And it's frustrating because then when you move in together, you're going to need two TVs because you're sure as hell not <laughs> yeah. going to be sharing that. Two TVs, two yeah. computers, two everything. <laughs> uh, I need the TV at these times for rating in Final Fantasy XIV. You go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. This is my time right now, okay? <laughs> um, I guess it's interesting that Liz brings up genre because I've had it where like sometimes when you go into a game store and you buy something like I don't know, Pokemon or something. They'll be like, oh, so you play games. What do you play? And I'm like, oh, I play RPGs and that. And they're like, oh, so you, you don't play Call of Duty and things like that because they're girl, like RPGs are girls games or like they're easier for you to play. And it's like, <laughs> no, if I put the time and the effort into a FPS, I would probably be pretty good at an FPS, but it doesn't yeah. interest me because most of them are, it's to do with marketing. And I don't like to say that, but like, it's clear that, call of duty is a man's game quote unquote kind of thing like it's clearly aimed at one particular audience but then when you have people in game stores telling you like oh you play those games no i don't play those i play real video games and it's like there is no (laughs) such thing as a real video game like my video game is just as valid as the one that you're playing yeah exactly i'd be like suck it hoser you're out of the zeitgeist right now okay our are back (laughs) but then i've had like really cool people when i bought like smash bros back on the gamecube or the wii and the guy was like oh who was your main i'm like oh i played as morph and they were like oh that's so cool and and it's just like there's two Uh, sides of a coin like there are people Mm -hmm. who are understanding and fortunately i have a nice group of friends like actually most of my friends are girls and they're gamers and they play fallout and skyrim and Final Fantasy and Bioshock and they do not give a monkeys and then my other half is a gamer who plays the same games that I do but also plays more visual novels than I do and also plays FPSs and it's like there's no difference they're all games there's no while some self-defeating to make fun of people's hobbies like that i don't understand why anybody does it and i find it really upsetting when people do and that that, that actually goes very generally like for everything yeah exactly Like, you know, what, it, what is it? The golden rule, treat others how you want to be treated and all that stuff. And nobody follows it and everybody is sad because, <laughs> because of it. No. Um, you know, but like, uh, you know, like if people are upset by like, uh, you know, some of the uh, the kind of LGBT issues that are brought up in, in Persona 5, uh, why not? I mean, they, they want to love this just as much as you do. They really want to be part of this. And, you know, it just kind of sucks when, you know, when kind of parts of something you like are kind of out against you at times yeah, <laughs> or like fun. you know treated like you don't they don't care about you in ways yeah well, and that goes back to the importance of being heard too like we mentioned earlier mm-hmm. yeah. yeah exactly what was that game that came out on steam earlier that everybody downvoted because they referred to the character as a they like in the oh so there was a game that's that came so petty like who cares yeah, i just saw that yeah exactly so they the the, char- the main character is non-gendered if i'm correct or I apologize if I'm offending anybody, but like they're not male or female basically. And everyone's like, Oh, but it's only because you're being so like politically and socially correct kind of thing. It's like, no, if that is how a character wants to be defined as a, they, that is how they deserve to be defined. Like, even though they're fictional, like there needs to be characters like that. So that other people who also define themselves, exactly. They can do the whole, like, Oh yeah, they can have their, like idol basically like oh i finally sim myself in a game kind of thing like the thing i struggle with is when there's a bisexual female character like they're always depicted as like 
like I need sex all the time, basically. That's not how they work. I, I am bisexual, so work. I need double the sex. Exactly. Yeah. That is that's, not, that's how, not it how it actually works. <laughs> no. I am constantly like fanning myself to like the men and the women, like, come, come. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> like great, okay. bisexual character, cool, but you're like stereotyping them horrendously. So please they also don't. tend and to be there's... by and large very female. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, all the time because it's more attractive, quote unquote. But mm-hmm. you know, we deserve everybody deserves their own representation that's fair and women doesn't matter what you are and kind of thing. Yeah, you know, not... but like, yeah, you even get gamers being a fickle bunch about like a lot of things, even like difficulty options where it's like, you know, oh, there's an easy mode for the for like babies, <laughs> yeah. like for the news, <laughs> yeah, like then don't play it. I don't understand. Exactly. Uh, did did you know exactly how everything worked the first time you picked up a controller? Probably not. There was like a no. lot of uh, pushback when developers were sort of reading uh, gameplay secrets where it's like they actually do make things easier if things are too, you know, kind of little secret programming if things are too hard for players. And again, people got mad about that. And it's just, it just take a step back from what you like. Realize, you know, it, it re- like what you're complaining about will not matter in five years. Yeah, if it helps somebody else enjoy their experience more, and then somebody great. else gets to enjoy it, and then that's just more people you get to talk with. Uh, like we get a lot of pushback too. Like I didn't know this was an RPG, and I'm like, you know, like I think it's a lot of stuff that like a lot of RPG gamers will appreciate. You know, so I mean, why why the pushback? It's something we can all enjoy. We can expand what we cover. Mm. You know, like I, I just want happy humans. Basically, is, <laughs> is <laughs> my whole perspective. Yeah, agree. Shiny, For happy sure. people. Yep, holding hands. um okay so i I did just sort of want to play like a little sort of either or kind of game if you guys want to get into that yeah sure uh so just just a quick kind of like like shout out like what your favorite is about 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 two different topics yeah let's (laughs) let's do it uh so let's let's start off easy tifa or eris tifa tifa it's really hard because actually I really didn't like Eris as a kid but when I replayed Final Fantasy 7 like 5 or 6 years ago I really like her art, character arc she's cool so they're almost equal but I like Tifa her is... arc more than her personality I think she's yeah. kind of childish kind annoying. of yeah I, lo- but, yeah, but I like Tifa like she was the tough girl when I grew up and, yeah, yeah that's what I like about Tifa but I love I them both. Tifa helps her boyfriend when he's catatonic. That, that, that's a that's a big <laughs> deal, I think. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, when he still thinks he loves Aerith, like, please. Yeah. The, on the other hand, though, I'm like, man, Aerith actually made Cloud laugh. Oh, True. That, that's that's mm-hmm. yeah, darling. I, sh- I shipped him. That's why I like Aerith more. Aww. <laughs> Oh wait, yeah. I don't. I don't tend to like the um, the childhood friend trope. I don't mm-hmm. either. Like used, That's fair. So yeah, it is. Overused. I was kind of initially kind of like, uh, yeah, okay. I, yeah. I don't necessarily like, like like keep it as a match for Cloud. I just like that she was like the tough tomboyish girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so moving on, Squall or Laguna? Ooh, Laguna. Yeah, Laguna is much cooler. He really is. Squall he's wearing is... like a Hawaiian shirt when you see him in the end. He's just kind of like <laughs> everyone's wearing these fancy outfits, and he's just wearing like a t-shirt and pants. I actually I like Squall more than most people, though. I think he gets a lot of hate, and I think Eight gets a lot of hate. Um, I gotta replay that game again. I, I I definitely remember being a bit iffy on it, but I really want to play and just like do everything. Like I want to it... break it too. If he is a good, I think one. I would like it more if I played it now than when I originally did. I think. Yeah, I, bet I would too. I yeah, think, I think maybe I was just 
wanting it to be more like seven and it wasn't. And like, this was back when I was, I wasn't even a teenager at that point. So like, to be fair, the plot gets really weird. I mean, there's like monsters on the moon and I, I don't quite understand that. <laughs> <laughs> like moons and final fantasy. Yeah. yeah they're just bad time. places basically. <laughs> yeah. I also think that was just a time where I didn't, I had to stop a lot of my gaming, actually, just some other stuff that was going on. So I don't think I ever gave it a completely fair shot just because of time constraints. I was really young when I beat it last. And, like, I think, like, FF9, I took me a second playthrough when I was, like, in my 20s to really, you know, click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, Shulk or Rhyme? Shulk. <laughs> oh, why do you make me choose? <laughs> really? I have a play. Wait, why so. not both? <laughs> no, choose. Uh, Shulk, sorry, Ryan. You're 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 amusing, but you're kind of a dumbass. So. <laughs> I, I do like his adorable dumbass angle that they tend to give him. Um, okay, then Shulk or Dunban. Dunban. Simultaneous. He's one of those characters that I wish was the main character, but isn't. You know, um, like Bosch. Well, yeah, yeah like, like Bosch. Bosch. Like or or like using like a TV things. example, House MD, like he or like I feel he was like the character in everything that was you know always supposed to get their 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 centric one, and he finally got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that was a weird off example. <laughs> um, yeah, Dunban is basically like like Samurai Jesus, basically. I, I think yeah, to most of us. <laughs> um, okay, Fiora or Melia. Oh no! Don't do that. That's the worst mm. one. I love Fiora. I love them both. I, I, I thought both. this was a no-brainer. I'm kind of surprised. I went with Melia. I really love both of them. They are my favorite characters from Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, uh, I think I might have to give it to Melia, though, because I loved playing as her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's an absolute horse on the battlefield. But I do love Fiora, and Fiora is where I got my Final Fantasy XIV character name from, so... Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet. <laughs> um, Pyra or Mithra? Oh, Mithra. Mithra. Yeah. Did you did you guys kind of make her the main name for the end, I think? <laughs> I'm not that far yet. I think I chose Pyra. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I'm not that far, but I, I know it happens and I plan on picking Mithra just because there are so few light blades. <laughs> That's true, yeah. And she actually yes. had like a really good skill by the end that absolutely made her worth kind of putting in all the time. Yeah, and Pyra uh, I think it was like a Pyra wasn't that good, is she? Like as well, far as rare blades thing. years go, she's okay. She's pretty good. She's definitely top tier because otherwise, you know, it kind of defeats the object of her being the Aegis. But um it's more her like I like her character kind of, but like there are things that she does like she does the embarrassed thing. So she's like, Oh, I glow when it's all dark. I get embarrassed sometimes. It's like you don't get embarrassed about the outfit you're wearing at all. (laughs) (laughs) And oh yeah, that's right. She goes, yeah, and my outfit's glowing. Um, Yennefer or Triss? Triss. Oh no, I think Triss as well. Triss. I like Yennefer. Yeah, this is a pretty hard one, but yeah, I have to go Triss as well. Um, Sorry, Yen. (laughs) uh, Triss or Siri? Oh, Siri. Siri. Yeah, definitely Siri. Um, Moogle or Chocobo? Moogle. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Hard, but Chocobo. 
After after the Moogle quests in Heavensward. Really? Oh my god! I have done that. It is evil. I hated it so. Yes. What happens? There's just so many of them. There's so many of them, and they need you to find find each other and find their Koopa nuts over and over and over again. Oh, no, that's so fun. And if you're a crafter, you just have to keep repeating the quests. Well, at least in Heaven's Word he did. I don't think you have to in Stormblood, but oh my god, I never got away from that stupid area because I was a crafter. I still have Moogle quests there because (laughs) I don't want to do them. Oh, god. Yeah. That is so cruel. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just basically a very bad fetch quest? Yeah. And tons of them. Like, they just don't end. Because they didn't have a better solution to help you level in the middle of the of the expansion, so you were kind of forced into doing that oh. or spamming dungeons. Yeah, it's a quest chain that just goes on for a long time. Like the fate, the experience you got from Fates back then was horrifically bad. They've improved it a lot. It's much better in Stormblood, but I think they learned their lesson because of yeah the Moogle quests. Yeah, I found that when I was leveling, I in Stormblood, I barely had to uh, do the chain quest. Like there are some zones where I did absolutely no side quests <laughs> yeah <laughs> just because i didn't need to but i was also like doing a little bit of dungeon spam so um breath of the wild zelda or skyward zelda oh i haven't played either i never played You're skyward out. so breath of the wild damn it this, this question i guess is hard to apply then okay fine mm. based on fashionable digs <laughs> I, I like I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say the art style is kind of similar to both because they're like almost half cell shaded. But um, Breath of the Wild, because there's a lot more variety in the outfits. I, liked your I really like Zelda's outfit in Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah. my god, I love that. And I I need, the, I need that, uh, mod? that mod. Me too. Yes. Yeah, that mod looks really cool. See, it's not that hard. Just do it. Just may, let us play as her. The Legend of Link. <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> Link. <laughs> yeah, let Link Link can be the damsel in distress for a change and Zelda can go save the day. Oh, believe yeah. me, people will get mad at you for that opinion, even though Link has been the hero for all Bring time. Bring it. Bring it. <laughs> um Breath of the Wild Link or Wind Waker Link? Wind Waker Link, because he's adorable and goes, ah! all the time. Yeah, I, I think I have to give it to Wind Waker too. That art style is just adorbs. I yeah. love the way he squints when he's doing that like against the wall thing. <laughs> yeah. Like he, he looks so mischievous. And I think the, the selfie mode just makes him even that much more more fun. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like so the first adorable time I thought he was angry. fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's so cute and he's angry. I, I finally get that now. <laughs> um I just or Teddy. Oh, Teddy. Can oh, I God. not vote? I, I guess kind of creeps me out, to be honest. It both like, creep me out, to be honest. Yes, me too. I don't. <laughs> I'm going to get some strange. I'm going to get some flack from the Persona fans, but I can't stand either character. Yeah, same. <laughs> I really don't like Teddy. I, Teddy maybe edges it because of the bear puns. That is it. But See, I, I, I get kind of mixed on both like i like how i just they kind of treat her weird like she's trying to yeah. fit in but it's all very obvious she is not a normal person yeah <laughs> and everybody like, knows it yes they kind of yeah. push her on you and i just don't like not like that but you know like they um of... see but like i also like teddy because he's an actual teddy bear and he strikes up a great uh great relationship with nanako the little girl in the game yeah and, and i think the fact yeah. that a real teddy bear is friends with a real little girl is just the cutest thing <laughs> on the planet <laughs> all right teddy or magana Morgana. 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 <laughs> yeah, Morga- Morgana. Uh, even though, even though I don't need to go to sleep right now, stupid cat. <laughs> I'm not a cat. 
<laughs> I'm a real person. A real person. Oh, but I love seeing that. Like, I like that they actually made a status portrait for uh, for Real Cat. Yeah. 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 So cute. Shout That's out cute. to the kid at the back of the room who doesn't ever tell on you and your yes. cat in your desk. Yes. Like, <laughs> why would you? If I saw somebody bringing a cat, I'd just stare at it instead. I'd love and it. Just keep it as a yeah. secret. Great. Uh, one of my one of my girlfriends in high school, she brought a lizard all the time, and I loved it. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so wow. cool. Huh. It's such a chill lizard. That is cute. I love lizards. They're so freaking adorable. <laughs> um, okay, so Yukari or Mitsuru? Mitsuru. Mitsuru. Yukari. Oh. I might be the only person who likes Yukari, I think. Oh, I, I like her. I just like Mitsuru more. Mitsuru is really cool and it's hard. I mean, they're gay, right? Like, I they hate are. the fact that I like Mitsuru <laughs> as a person, but not in battle. Yeah, yeah, she's not very good in battle. Uh, I think I empathize with Yukari more as a character in her. But yeah, yeah. I love her both. Yukari just slightly then. Uh, Naoto or Rize? Probably Naoto. 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 <laughs> Actually, I like Rize. I don't know why. Sometimes the popular girl kind of won me over. <laughs> mm. But I like Naoto a lot more, I think. Yeah, I do. I do like too clingy, and I did max her like social link, but I do like Natalie more. To be fair, I like that the. the, I feel like the cast gets a lot less dumber when she's around. (laughs) She's kind of filling in a lot of dialogue, which is good to have (laughs) work. Um, uh, Junpei Yosuke or Ryusuke? Ryuji, you mean? Yeah, sorry, Ryuji. Oh God, sorry, I mix the names. Uh, (laughs) Junpei, I can't stand Yosuke. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. I, I'm totally broske. I like Yosuke. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, this not is, sorry. This is bad. This I is bad. I like Junpei's persona the most, though, because I did not understand what it was, and it just looked insane. <laughs> yeah, I might have to give the edge to Junpei just because of the Chidori arc, maybe. Well, that was good. But I, I, don't, uh, really I don't like any of those characters. They're my least they have my other least favorite party members in their respective games. So yeah. I, I I like Ryuji the least. Like yeah, in ranking yeah. would go Yosuke, yeah. Junpei, uh, Ryuji. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like Junpei at first, but he got better later on with the Chidori arc. So yeah, I think yeah. that's why I'd give it to Junpei too because like he's got a few Persona characters with facial hair too. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that many. <laughs> I don't know why that stands out. Like I, I never, I know exactly why that stands out, but that's besides the point. Um. <laughs> Liara or Tali? Uh, Tali. 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 I don't really like the SRE much at all. <laughs> yeah. Especially uh, Liara. Liara herself is like, she gets better in the later games, but she's like really clingy at first. Yeah. And even, in, even in three, she's still trying to like hook up with you. And it's just like, no. Let it no. go, girl. You, you can do it with anybody. Don't, don't just don't really. choose me. <laughs> Tali might be my favorite Mass Effect character design. I love, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. The Koreans are so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, male ship or femme ship? Femme ship. Femme. Femme ship. <laughs> this isn't a stab against male male ship. He's he's you know a very cool guy. It's just yeah, we like playing as girls when we can. You know? Yeah. Jennifer Hill's voice acting. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. so good. Uh, grass starter, fire starter, water starter. Oh no, this is fire. the worst question ever. <laughs> oh. I don't play Pokemon, but I'll say fire because that's just me. By <laughs> water. By the fact that I've picked more water starters than any other water. Same. I used to go water, but now I seem to go grass first. It, it depends, but I've definitely had more water starters. Um, Ika or Fina? 
No way! Get <laughs> up! Get out! No! Oh. Ika. I think Ika is. I like what both of them do. They are totally yeah. opposites and they get along, and it's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, Ika is my favorite personality. So, yeah. I like Ika's personality. I definitely love what Fina's got going for her, though. And she's nice. And I always love how they kind of tease you where it's like, I don't know, Ika kissed Vise, but, you know, Vise is the one that actually Fina hugged. And it's just such a perfect friggin' triangle. It's annoying. I love that. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love the bit in Skies where they all get split up and Ica and Fina wake up in Clara's ship in her pink ship with her fluffy pillows and her heart-shaped yeah. bed. And then they go on like a girls thing together in Nasrad. And I'm just like, yeah, you do this. Like, it's, so cool. it's actually, yeah, using like the girl stereotype for a lot of good fun at least. And yeah. like, and Clara's so fun and sweet. <laughs> a little bit of a level five clinger, but she's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> um... Vise or Zidane? <laughs> Stop doing this to me, Vise. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Vise, yeah. I love Zidane, but I love Vise because I don't I like know. That he's a bit more confident in himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He doesn't have that crisis really? of confidence. There's one bit where he wavers slightly, and all it takes is for Enrique to walk in the room and be like, I'm not dead. And everyone's like, Oh, I can do this now. And then Gilda It does like, lead to a pretty great moment for Zidane, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's also the bit in, yeah, there's the character arc in Final Fantasy IX where. Zidane's like, oh, why do I need to be alive? And I love that bit. It's one of my favorites. I'm going to choose Zidane, but I do love Vice a lot. Like, I do like his self-confidence for his character. They definitely both work in their own contexts. Mm. Neither one is right or wrong. And uh, you're right, it's a cruel question, and I'm sorry for asking it. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> my two favorite names, and I'll see. Which one do you like? The yeah. um, okay, so Lightning or Velvet? Oh, Velvet. It's an easy choice for me. Sorry. Even though she has a dreadful outfit, she's a much more interesting character. I, I haven't played Bazaria, I'm bad, Damn. but I don't like Velvet's outfit, but I have heard that she's a great character, and I really don't like Lightning, so Velvet. Mm. I don't she actually get it all the time, because I find Bazaria, uh, sorry, Velvet's like like 110% of the time edgelord attitude kind of... Yeah, it is a it is difficult sometimes, and I think having mellowed on the game a little bit, I still absolutely love it, and it's still one of my favorite Hell's games. And I do. I get... loved playing as her. I was absolutely having a riot every yeah. time she was on. I was she... told that I would like Velvet, so I'd have to say Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Um, but yeah, it is. She does play up to the female characters to be interesting. Must be really gritty and dark kind of thing. No, she doesn't. But actually, she does get the tender moments, which is. I feel like Estelle is a good moment of like really, uh, sorry, Estelle from Trails in the Sky is a good way to kind of embrace uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of the best parts of being a loud and wonderful protagonist. Yeah. <laughs> like she's the ultimate Genki girl and she totally has fun with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, da, da, da. White magic or black magic? Black. White. I'm not a good healer. White. <laughs> <laughs> Red I mean, mage. I mean, <laughs> I mean, white mage in fourteen, so I kind of have to say white. Uh, okay, so I think we're pretty even there. Knight or mage? Mage. Uh, Although it depends. It's yeah, it's mage by an inch. But if you give me a bow, then it's whatever's got the bow. 
Um, forests or wide open plains? Forests. 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 Oh, I'm the weirdo who does the wide open plains. Forests <laughs> are boring. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I just like that kind of long stretch of everything to go explore. That's, But I like forests, too. I mean, like, again, it's a stupid question, but I'm oh, asking stupid questions forest. here. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy or sci-fi? Sci-fi. Sci-fi. Oh, that's tough. It is hard. I like in the middle. I don't get on with really high Lord of the Rings fantasy and certain... So too much sci-fi can be much, but I will lean towards sci-fi because I do like technology being introduced. It is. It's a funner it, like, kind of fiction device than the magic did it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, so. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to say sci-fi too because more and more of the fantasy I'm reading is either modern or urban or, you know, so... I feel like there's a bit more to kind of go with with uh, sci-fi these days. <laughs> it's certainly right. games have been having a lot of fun with that setting, I feel. Because I feel. Um, you're dealing with the in other worlds and alien races and just all kinds of crazy possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah. If, I'm, if I'm looking at the Breath of Fire series, Nina, 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 or Nina? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Can I take Nina 3 with Nina 4's design? I love okay? Nina Four's design. I don't know why. It's so simple, but it's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I think it's simple because that game was like uh, a pure animation, like Wonder Force. So I think they want oh, to keep yeah. the designs as simple as possible. Uh, but I also I have a weird crush for for uh, blonde hair and brown eyes, and I don't know why. And Nina has that, and that's totally what brought that out in me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I get you. I'm like, mm. <laughs> one of my one of my uh, one of my girlfriends uh, dyed her hair blonde and uh, and uh, she she got brown eyes. I was like, I find you very appealing now, and she did not like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, cats or dogs? Dogs. dogs. Cats. <laughs> Wait, am I the only cat person? No, I I'm pretty sure at one point I heard dags. (laughs) Dags. Amazing. Lots of dags. (laughs) Yeah, dags. I like dogs, but I'm a cat person. Love dogs. The both is applicable option here. I'll allow it, I guess. Oh, yeah, both. (laughs) Uh, Do you guys have any? I I think I've ran out of my list of, uh, of things. Um, I can't think of any. <laughs> I had a, I had a whole bunch that I should have written down while we were talking that I know would have worked out really good. <laughs> Ugh. Renoa or selfie? Hmm. Wow. Neither. Um, <laughs> Renoa has a can dog. I pick neither. I like Quistis best. Okay? Yeah, me too. Yeah, Quistis yeah. is the best. Renoa has a dog, so she wins by default. I'll give it to Renoa. That's true, yeah. I didn't but, beat eight because I got stuck on disc two. <laughs> I never got back to it, so... <laughs> There's a few pain-in-the-ass dungeons in that disc two. I think I know what you're talking about. That I was just oh, like, yeah. It was actually running out of gas in the vehicle that you have in disc two, and I never, like, got to the gas oh. station. But I just, like, gave up. I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the correct answer is Keystus is best. I agree with that. I did that. like her, too. I don't know. I don't know if anyone else thought this or found this, but I do like kind of uh, Kistus is like the kind of traditional American beauty, and uh, Renoa is the very traditional Japanese one. Yeah. yeah. 
or, or maybe a modern idea of that anyways. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Like, I always find the two of them look very, very interesting side by side together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice contrasts. Very much, yeah. Oh. And, and, like, again, uh, like, whenever you see a Japanese protagonist with, without bangs, I tend to note it. So I was like, wow, Kistis, you look different from everyone. What? <laughs> 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 I have one. Go. Reach or flexibility? Ooh. Oh! I'd be a reach person. I, I picked that. <laughs> I'm a flex. I'm a flexibility. I always play with faster characters. Flexibility here. Yeah, flexibility. I, I was a dragoon in. Uh, I was a dragoon in Final Fantasy fourteen. So I don't know. I was like that idea of having like reach to just stab your enemies from afar. Oh, the, oh I'm yeah, the that's funny you mention that because I say flexibility, but most of the Final Fantasy fourteen jobs I play are like reach because I played dragoon, then I went to Dark Knight, which. It's like giant spear and then giant sword. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, fire or water? Fire. Water. 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 I'm the only fire one? (laughs) No, I'd probably go fire too, actually. I like being warm. (laughs) I don't like swimming, but yeah. (laughs) Uh, are Are you guys familiar with Tales of Zisteria? Uh, yeah. Oh, wait. Are you bringing out some, like, guns here with Mictleo? Because... Already... No, no. I actually just found it really interesting because, like, traditionally in, like, the Tale series, like, uh, the water elemental Undine and the Sylph, who are usually female, were actually male for Tales of Hysteria. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they and they swapped it. So the... that, and I actually thought yeah. that was... Yeah. It was the same for all of them, wasn't it? Because Gnome is usually male as well, but you've got Edna and then, who's female, and then Zavid or Dezel is wind and they're male, but it's usually still, which is three female. Yeah, and Lila was a fire fire elemental, yeah. So I actually thought that was actually a pretty pretty novel choice in terms of that. Uh, Luca, Marley, or Isla? I'm going Isla. (laughs) I love Isla, but Luca. And I love Marley, but Luca. I find Luca gets really good at the end. Yeah. I also love I also love her. She's like one of the first examples of I'm a brainy scientist and who's female, but also has a backstory that she uses for a positive thing. Like she wants to be a scientist because of her mom. Like because her mom lost her legs in an accident and she blames herself, but she doesn't like linger on it all the time. It comes at once. Just once. And that's all it She gets some of the best plot mileage too. Like um she's probably one of the most interesting. I think I like Isla just as gameplay wise, but yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Luca Luca plot wise is probably the most interesting. And I thought that was actually a really good best friend character. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, they didn't want to do bad. each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that a lot. You know, I, it was I, just a normal friendship. I also yeah. have to add that Luca and Robo are adorable. So. Yeah. I love that she found a friend in the future, you know? And, yeah. and like that. That's so fitting <laughs> for her. Um, Ellie or Cosmos? Ellie. Ellie, Ellie every time. Oh, Ellie. Wow. Oh, lie, I'm a little surprised. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I haven't played. I, I haven't played Xenogears in a while, so to be fair, I do have to revisit that. I don't. I've never played Xenosaga, but I just she's a like it's the same problem I have with Igis. Like it's a robot, sexy robot, essentially in a mm. nutshell. Yeah, boobs Wearing for cam- body suits. Cam- body suits. for boobs. Cannon boobs. 
I did, oh, yeah, Cosmos, yes. I got really carried away with that, where, like, part of her shirt kind of, like, rips away for the third form, and it looks, it just looks so unnecessary, because, like, a little blippy thing out of her chest comes out, and that's literally it, but it's enough to <laughs> show her whole, like, chest area. Uh, and what's funny is like a lot of the, I think it's a, uh, it's sort of like the super robot Tyson where they get like a whole bunch of characters, uh, and they give her like a really, really booberific, um, cut in for that. And it's just hilarious to watch. I implore you to all see it just cause it gives her just, it's, so <laughs> it's, it's like that jiggle thing at its most, most, uh, embarrassing, basically. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, Yuna or Garnet? Garnet. Uh, Yuna. I love Garnet, but Yuna is, I yeah. I say Yuna. Keep saying. I I I, I can't. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? I'm like Garnet is so adorable, but Yuna is. I think in Yuna both cases, Yuna, I actually like, respect them almost more than the the actual game protagonist. Just a bit. yes. Uh, see, that's yeah. one thing I think that's great about girl characters is that, it, it, like, like quote unquote, they're almost allowed to be emotional. You know, they're almost allowed to get really invested, and I think it's a good way to do that. Not mm. that the guys shouldn't be at all. And you know, Final Fantasy Nine is definitely a good case. Or Nine and Ten are both great games for uh, the sort of emotional depth that they go through for their for their protagonists. I think I have to give it to Garnet. <laughs> And I love Yuna, but I don't know. Yeah, I think I think so too. <laughs> I had a lot of fun asking these cruel questions then. <laughs> they are quite cruel. Can confirm. <laughs> um, okay, so you know what? I think I think we had a lot of fun here. I think we covered a lot of topics, none all too randomly, quite frankly, actually. Um, is there any sort of any closing remarks that you want to go on? I had so much fun with you guys, and I really hope we actually get to do this again in the future. It was fun having girl talk. Me too. Oh, definitely. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, and I think we actually did hire another uh, another uh, features writer that we could probably see if we can squeeze in for another episode as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So shout out. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Tina, who is our new. Yeah, we have Tina, oh, who's true. our um, newest feature writer. Uh, we also have Kat, who is Kyle's wife and streamer. <laughs> we oh, also have that. Luna. Oh, yes, right. Luna, yeah, who Luna. does proofreading and writes occasional reviews as well. So shout yeah. out to them. Sorry they couldn't be here, but we love you. We do. Yeah, this episode is for you, for all the girls or for the guys who just want to, you know, kind of dig into, uh, into sort of, yeah, the girl gamer perspective. We've all been gaming for a long time. So we come from a really good place. And uh, yeah, we, we look forward to more. And I hope there's more games that we can have that we can talk about. We'll see if we can't find a little more structured thing. But this is like a nice kind of getting to know you episode, I think. All right, so uh, I think there was some outro things. So yes, thanks very much for listening to this very special random encounter. Uh, we will be back with more general game discussions soon. Uh, if you have any questions or any contributions or stuff that you want us to read on the air, please, we love hearing from you. Uh, we are podcast at rpgfan.com. Uh, yeah, please reach out to us. Uh, you can always comment on our boards or on our social media or Discord. Uh, I will probably be the one responding to you on social media. I know we have a whole bunch of moderators, uh, some even here with us, uh, on Discord. Uh, you can review it. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> uh, you can review us on iTunes, Google Play, and various podcasts casting listening venues and we do love your feedback and it does kind of uh, it does kind of help us reach our audience too uh, so Twitter if you guys if you guys didn't already come in here from Twitter you can check us out at RPG fan com 
Um, most places we are actually RPG Fancom, and I'm also going to plug to our Instagram where I've been adding just a ton of really, really, really cool game-related pictures. Uh, it's not going to be necessarily news. Like our site is generally news, and our discussions are you know kind of news-based. Uh, but this is just a lot of cool imagery, and games have nothing but cool imagery. So please check it out. Uh, everybody, say say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>